to the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast, bringing you open and honest conversations about resources in Tuscarawas County. Now here's your host, Jody Salvo. Hi, this is Jody Salvo. Welcome to another Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast. Um, today, I'm joined with three special ladies. Um, and this is the second in a four-part series we're gonna spread out over the next couple of months. Um, on suicide awareness and today we're meeting with the survivors of suicide group here in Tuscarawas County and um, just some neat information to share um, why they do what they do what a difference it makes in our community and with that I'm gonna um, start over with Jen. Jen you want to tell us who you are and a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Jen Dotto. I'm a three-time survivor to suicide loss. Um, back in 2017, I lost three people oh my that goodness. was extremely close to me, one being my brother. Um, so, and I had paired up with Christy Wilkin, and she was already established. Um, okay. And I got connected in with this group to kind of keep moving forward and helping in suicide prevention for our area. Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. I really appreciate, you know, just your involvement and and giving back into the community and continuing this effort. So thank you. Well, it's much needed in this area. So Okay. Thanks, Jen. Christy. And I'm Christy Wilkin. I'm the facilitator of the suicide support group. And I'm two a three time survivor to suicide loss. I lost my husband, my father, and a cousin on my dad's side. Oh my goodness. I can't imagine one time, let alone three times. So uh, thank you again. And Hannah. I am Dawn Hannes. Um, <laughs> I am Sorry, a... Dawn. No, you're fine. Um, I am a two-time survivor of suicide. My grandfather and his brother um, within a week of each other. And I myself have struggled with mental issues as far as mental health issues, anxiety, depression, um, I was suicidal at one point and didn't realize I was showing the signs that I was. And Christy and a very close family member um, reached out and got me the help. And I went through months of intense outpatient um, therapy. And okay. I'm a totally different person. Uh. And this year I will be the... Um, local guest speaker at our suicide walk. Oh my goodness. That's awesome. I just clearly just met Dawn. <laughs> Got the name right at this point. <laughs> You're fine. But, you know, I, I just saw joy in your face when you walked into this room. So I appreciate your willingness to share your story. And, and again, I, I think that's pretty neat that you're going to be speaking this year. So I just have to ask, two and three persons each, um, does it run in families? I would, can you pr provide us a little education around suicide? Suicide is not hereditary, but mental illnesses. Okay. And um, actually, my husband was the fourth person in his family to die by suicide, and there's been a fifth one since his loss. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're all part of the Survivors of Suicide group. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Um, we're a local group. Um, our members are all survivors of suicide loss. That can be family members, friends, or co-workers of someone that's died by suicide. We're there to support each one of those people. We do a lot of therapeutic things. 
Um, we've also gotten involved in suicide prevention. I would say most of us are probably more advocates okay. than anything. And that led us to um, starting a suicide prevention walk six years ago. Oh, neat. Tell us about the suicide prevention walk. Um, our walk this year is Walk Into the Light. It's Saturday, October 2nd over at um, Tuscora Park. Okay. Um, and we have teams that get together. Um, I would say we normally have 20 to 30 different teams who each raise money um, for local support and prevention. Okay. Um, so in, during the walk, we do have um, local mental health professions that set up there that pass out literature for people that are struggling. Um, we'll have a 50-50, some raffles, food. We have a DJ. It's very uplifting, oh, neat. Um, a nice therapeutic day for everybody. It's nice for the community. And I think the last one that we did, we had probably 200-plus people attend. Oh, my goodness. So, That's awesome. Yes. So you said teams. How, how would you establish a team? What does that look like? Um, if someone a, wants to get involved. If somebody wants to get involved, they basically, I would say, maybe get a captain, somebody okay. that's going to be in charge. Um, they get most of the teams put T-shirts together. Um, a lot of them are um, like different sayings for suicide awareness or a picture of the loved one that they've lost okay. to suicide and they get cash donations from area businesses or different events that they've done. Um, some teams have done kickball tournaments okay. and raised money. Some have benefits. Um, some, their employer, just local places have donated money. All of that money goes into our walk fund. Okay. And then we use that money for scholarships and different prevention throughout our county. So what kind of scholarships and efforts? Um, well, the first year that we gave away the scholarships is the year that Tuskegee Valley was starting their Hope Squad. Okay. And I think it was a new new thing for everybody. They weren't sure. I had emailed all the high schools, local high schools, with the information. And we came back with three people that wanted a scholarship. And each of the three got awarded for exactly what they asked for because they were the only three. Okay. So in turn, um, Tuskegee Valley got $6,500. Oh, wonderful. So yes, that's, that's how we, you know, what we do with our funds. And we usually give out two scholarships every year um, to kids that have suffered a suicide loss in their family. Okay. And in turn are going to school for a mental health field. Okay, wonderful. So what is the intent of the walk on October 2nd? Is it to raise funds? Is it to raise awareness? Or I think it's a combination of both. Okay. It's to help end the stigma of suicide, um, okay. that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to ask for help. And then it's also to raise funds to support um, local groups that are okay. pre doing suicide prevention. I love that. It's okay to be okay. That's, mm -hmm. that's really... I think something we all need to hear. Mm -hmm. And you're going to speak. I am. Um, actually, this will be the third year that okay. I have been able to attend the um, walk. I moved away, and I lived in Florida for several years okay. when I moved back. Um, and that's when Christy and I kind of reconnected again. Um, I'm excited. It's wonderful. I actually... As of a little over a year ago, started working in the mental health field. Oh, neat. I work for a psychiatrist office, so it's kind of nice that I can also, and I share with the patients, you know, I've been on the other end of the phone yeah. call. It's okay. So, 
And this year I actually get to be able to tell my story and that Have it is Have you ever okay. told your story in such a venue before? Um, uh, the only thing that I did do at one of the suicide survivors meetings, um, once I had graduated from the intense outpatient therapy, um, I shared everything with okay. everyone there. So I've, this will be a huge thing yeah. this year. <laughs> Why well, I'm abs- absolutely going to be there. It sounds like a really neat event um, and a neat opportunity. I think, especially in light of COVID and uh, just the isolation and stuff that we've experienced, I think so many people have experienced so much loss this past year. I think, you know, the work y'all are doing is just so needed. Um even to help people not have that barrier, not to get help at this point. So, We know the suicides have been rising with okay. the pandemic. So that's another reason we really, really wanted to be able to have the walk this year. We, we didn't have it last year, and that was funds that we weren't able to give to Tuscarawas County, the schools, anyone that was interested in suicide prevention. So we're, we're happy to be back on track. Okay. So for our listeners, how can we support the work that you're all doing here in the county, um, the event on October 2nd? We have our own Facebook page. It's okay. called Walk Into the Light. You can go there. There's an invite an invite there to join the walk. All the news of the walk is there, and we're definitely looking for sponsors at all levels. Okay. So if you want to know about the walk, that's the best place to go to find all the information. I appreciate that you've got such a jump on planning for October, because I have a feeling as the world opens up here, there's probably going to be events all over the place. So I love that you know you've marked that day and you're sharing it so early in the year before those calendars fill up, because it certainly is a priority. Right. And thanks to Jen, we've already uh, raised $2,700 for this year's walk. Awesome. So what have you been doing to raise money? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, a big chunk of it come from the New Philly Vets post. They wrote us a check for $2,000. Oh, that's awesome. um, I think being like the military based, um, because we do see a lot of PTSD with our veterans. I was just going to ask when you said um, they're They've been really good to us and sponsoring. This is what, their second or third year? Okay. So So let me just ask on that. Is there an area that you prioritize that's Uh, young people in uh, supporting or financially? I don't think there's a certain area. Um, however, lately we've been supporting our local schools okay. and establishing hope squads um, to help our students learn coping skills that they'll continue on throughout life. Okay. Um, and I think individually, we've all worked with our veterans and okay. helped them. That's awesome. Neat. So to get involved, you can start a team. You can go to a Facebook page, Walk Into the Light. Mm-hmm. You can certainly sign up to attend the event. You can give financially. Is there a way to give online too? Um, we are through the Adams Board okay. here in New Philly. Um, we are a nonprofit, 5013C. So anybody is more than willing to send a check through the Adams Board with the survivors of suicide to okay. donate to our walk. And one great 
idea that Jen had this year. She is actually offering a free QPR gatekeeper training. Oh, neat. And we think that, you know, a lot of people will be interested in, in that as well because, you know, you don't have to sign up for a class, you know, on a, at a night or an evening sure. or a day, a certain day. You know it's October the 2nd, and um, you can sign up on our Facebook page to take that class. We normally charge $20 just because of the, the books and the material, but we're going to go ahead and purchase the books for that. Christy, can you tell everyone what the QPR class is? Yes, it's... Um, a form, a program that deals with suicide prevention, and it's QPR, question, persuade, and refer. Okay. It's definitely not, we're not professionals. <laughs> we're volunteers that just want to, we don't want anybody else to go through what we have went through. So there's three of us in the group um, that are QPR certified to okay. teach, and Dawn will be taking those classes soon too. Awesome. As people are ready, you know, we want to make sure that they're ready to, to put themselves out there. Um, and so the three of us, Pam, Lighty, Jen and myself have been teaching those classes for over three years. Okay. And I would say in the community, we have probably, because we've trained all of Tusky Valley, their Hope Squad, their staff, I would say we've probably trained close to a thousand people in wow. three years in QPR. And I just want to add, like two years ago, the Tuscross County Learning Center, okay. uh, Lori Robeson applied for one of our scholarships, the grants um, that we awarded, and we did a training for educators okay. not just our county but surrounding counties down at okay. kent state and i think that was four different sessions that we did in one day nice so for all of our educators as well Very good. so for our listeners the importance of the qpr training is to help people first of all get comfortable talking about suicide yes and then be able to intervene when they see signs symptoms flags and be able to refer them to to get help. Okay, very good. So it's great for parents with young people. Um, um, we like adults. to read, like a lot of people are certified for CPR because mm -hmm. you never know when you're going to need it. Um, QPR is pretty much the same thing. Very good. So was there any ahas that you got as you learned QPR? That just yeah. give a teaser for people. <laughs> Oh, let's see. I think I think people don't realize how hard it is to ask somebody, you know, are you planning on completing suicide? Um, that's a hard question for a lot of people. And one thing through QPR, you're taught to learn to practice that sentence, that practice, are you planning on killing yourself? Are you planning on completing okay. suicide? Um, because I think it's one thing a lot of people are afraid to ask. Okay. Good. So the class will be there. So I'm assuming down at the Park Place? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. So do you have to sign up ahead of time for that class? Yes. If you go onto our Facebook page for the walk, there'll be a, a link that you can sign up for. Okay. Absolutely. That sounds great. So what else is going on on that day? I'm trying to get people to stop by. Um, is there food? Or? Yeah, there'll be food. Um, there'll be the... It, people that are going to exhibit from the mental health field. Um, we'll have the beads for everybody. That's a big thing. You have a certain color of bead for your loss. 
And if you struggle, and unfortunately, I think Jen and I usually have about six pairs of beads on because of the people that we've lost. Um, Let's see what else. Um, Did you say before we came on air that you'll have music? Yeah, we'll have a DJ. The same DJ as last year who was um, very uplifting and really put a different spin on the walk. It became more of a celebration for the loved ones that we've lost, it wasn't a somber event like maybe it had been in the past. And that's what we want it to be this year. Now, we always have a balloon launch, but um, we took a little bit of flack over that last year from people that we don't even think were from around here that were calling us and asking us what we were doing to the environment. So this year, we're going to do something similar. I think we're going to blow bubbles. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know, just to take that time to honor our loved ones that that we've lost and anyone that's struggling. Okay, very good. So I love the thought that this is a celebration. Mm -hmm. So just a remembrance and celebration that you guys are going on and, and really making a difference in people's lives. I think it's what our loved ones would want us to do. I, I know um, from some of my involvement with um, the loss team and different things, I've got a lot of signs that my husband's proud of what I'm doing. And, you know, we just, the three of us do not want anybody else to ever go through what we've went through. We don't want another family to experience that. Thank you for sharing that. Dawn, how about yourself? Anything that you'd want to share or anything about the walk or just the work of the survivors? It's just, it's a wonderful group. Um, I'm very thankful that I'm able to be part and doing more with the group. Okay. So if someone is struggling with suicide, can, um, where can they get help at this point? At the walk? Just in general. In general, um, Jen and my names are out there. I mean, I think they'll be on the screen. We're pretty much on call anytime that somebody's struggling. Again, we're not not professionals, but we do have the training to be able to assess if we think you're suicidal or what kind of help you need. Then in turn, we can direct you to the right place. That's super helpful. Just because I think sometimes when you're in need and you call somewhere and you're not sure what you're looking for, probably super helpful to be able to talk to someone that can kind of direct you to the right place. Right. So very good. So with all that being said, I really appreciate the work y'all are doing. Um, the walk on October 2nd sounds like a really neat event. Um, and I look forward to just hearing your voice and your story, Don, and, um, and message of hope. Um, it just sounds like, you know, the work that you've, done has really been life-changing as far as uh, just dealing with their own mental health challenges and then being able to touch other people and, and, and share that. So that's pretty awesome. Thank you. And yeah, absolutely. And I love the resources going to support our schools or persons. Uh, I just want to add that um, on April 22nd, on Thursday, we're doing a Dine to Donate at Topath Tavern up in Bolivar. Oh, neat. Um, Rich and Tina Dots that own Topath have volunteered to donate a profit or some of their sales okay. back to our group. 
that that money will also get included into our walk. So awesome. if anybody's so, out and about, go eat at Topaz <laughs> <laughs> Thursday, what, April 22nd. <laughs> Good reason not to have to cook, right? <laughs> Christy, anything else? I think that about sums it up. I mean, I'm just glad that we have the opportunity and the support um, to do this walk. Our group members help a lot. Um, Ace helps us a lot, Todd Little and his group. And now that we're forming the new Suicide Coalition, we're going to have a lot of support there, too, that we haven't always had. I mean, we're a group of volunteers. You know, we do this from our dining room table and So I think it's going to be really nice to have the people that are involved in the coalition also getting the word out for us, Um, you know, maybe being sponsors, helping us get sponsors. The the more that we can do at the walk is more we're going to be able to help people of all ages and especially in the schools where those coping skills are so very important right now. Awesome. Well, again, I just thank all three of you for coming, for sharing with us and the work that you're doing. Thank you. And for our listeners, definitely go out to eat April 26th at the Towpath. 22nd. 22nd. Okay. No? Well, you can go there two times, (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, we'll see you on October 2nd. And it sounds just like a really great opportunity. Um, So thank you guys, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast. Please follow us on Facebook and visit our website at adctusk.org.